Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And this is our final part of our interview with Dr. Amber today. I am so excited. If you've been through the week with us, you have really witnessed a powerful conversation with Dr. Amber and I all about the lies, the myths of motherhood, and how we can opt into struggle as mothers and end up teaching our children how to not be joyful. And so in this last segment, I talked to Dr. Amber all about how she centers joy in her life day to day outside of the labels of mother, outside of the labels of a partner, outside of the labels as this millennial maternal wellness expert, how Dr. Amber is just Amber and walks through the world. Again, if you are like me, which is intentionally child-free This week's of episodes is still for you. I felt so excited about the conversation I had with Dr. Amber. And I don't have children. I'm not ever going to have children. I'm committed to being a community's rich auntie, (laughs) but I am not going to have children. And yet I found this conversation so powerful because it made me think about my own mother and my grandmother and all of the women in my maternal line and how I wish they would have had this information, and how I'm using it in my life to help my friends and my family and other people that they can learn a new way of embracing motherhood as a Black woman. So share this episode with a mom if you feel inclined to do so. All right, let's get into the last part of our conversation with Dr. Amber Thornton. I've been a writer to run it hide We are back with Dr. Amber. Thank you for hanging out with us this week as we deconstruct motherhood and blackness and all of the things associated with it. And we talked about professionally how you center joy. And I always ask black women because I feel like one thing about black women, I say this all the time. It's like, we're going to get a bag. We're going to do well professionally. We are like addicted to getting a new degree. I just had this conversation with someone. They're like, I'm unlearning that I don't need to get another certification. Like I have five master's degrees and I don't need to get another like, what am I doing? Like, just stop it. Right. Um, we are going to be out here doing the most professionally. We got a mm-hmm. hustle. We got a side hustle to our side hustle, right? Yes. In the wake of that, though, how many of us really have, and I'll speak for myself, my personal mm-hmm. life was the last thing I got together. I just mm-hmm. was non-existent and I just accepted, like, I'm get the bag or be good, but not take care of myself personally. And yeah. so I'm on a mission when I have this segment. The reason why mm-hmm. I have it and keep it and will never drop it yeah. is to help and model for Black women how to unlearn that Mm -hmm. and then how they center joy in their life outside of their work identity, outside of work. Mm -hmm. And so I want to hear that from you. How are you doing that? Ooh, so this is a journey for me. 
Um, because I too was that same person, you know, for me, achievement was, wasn't still is a thing that I, I really enjoy, but there was a period where I, it was literally the only thing that was there for me. You know, it was like, Amber means achievement. Amber means doing things. And so I had to really unlearn that as I got older, especially after I finished graduate school, became a mom, because again, your priorities shift, but kid you not, I went through school, college, graduate school with very little personal identity outside of the successes that I were was having in education. Um, you know, for me, it was kind of like, well, the purpose is to pursue education, to be performing, to be doing something productive. And if productive, and if it's not that, then why are we doing it? You know, and that was so serious about that. And even to think about it, it's like, I'm so glad that I'm a little bit more well-rounded where I do see pleasure is important. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to be productive. And it's okay to just sit back, relax, rest, not be achieving. I still love all those things and it will always still be a big part of me. But now I just have realized so much more how important these other things are, you know, how important it is to just read a book that's fiction and not always nonfiction, right? <laughs> how important it is to just like literally just watch a TV show just because you want to and not because there's some educational purpose behind it. Like just to just sit and not have anything planned for the day. So, you know, I'm still working on that. I am still very much trying to learn that part of me that doesn't have to be achieving and performing. And for me, you know, what I typically find myself going to is I really enjoy being outside and Again, new for me, who knew? But, you know, one thing about me, for people who follow me on Instagram, you all know I, I love to take walks. It is just so meditative for me. And it just allows me to just get clear in my mind and it makes, it feels good in my body, but it just also, my mind feels so good after I take a really long walk. So walking and movement has just become one of my very favorite things. I'm also exploring reading fiction. I was a notorious for if I'm reading a book, it's always nonfiction because self-improvement, right? But realizing, okay, I could just read a book and just be enticed by the storyline, you know, maybe because it's an escape from my life or maybe just because I want to follow, you know, the, the life of someone else. And, and there has to, it doesn't have to have an agenda or anything, you know, also just spending time with my friends. <laughs> you know, I think that is something that mothers really struggle with because, you know, time gets so scarce, you know, with all the other things that we have to do, but really making that time to go literally be with my friends. You know, I, I have a best friend and we now have a schedule where one year I'll go visit her. The next year she visits me and she's going to come visit me in the next few weeks. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that just for us to just be and hang out. So, you know, that's that's the journey for me, but it, it really has had to take a lot of intention for me to unlearn, you know, this, you know, very achievement oriented place and, and realizing there is a place for it, but it doesn't have to take up all of me. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. 
Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash burnout. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, it's not the whole of you. I mm-hmm. I love this conversation because I do think so many people who are listening to this podcast, and I can 100% relate yeah. about achievement and identity. Like when your whole identity is like, what can I do? And I was like a person who's like, so I lived in the future, right? It's like, I couldn't oh, even absolutely. celebrate my achievement, right? It couldn't even celebrate my achievements. <laughs> Because there's so much more. Right? I could get another certification. Why should I rest? I could be learning something new. And so you start this like loop you can't get out of where you're just like Mm -hmm. achievement, but you're never actually truly satisfying or Mm -hmm. satisfied or taking in the achievement. Being like, wow, look at where I've come. 
Yep, absolutely. And you know what? For me, and this might resonate for some of the people listening too, it also is a product of me being the first in a lot of ways. Um, the first, um, I was the oldest child in my family, the first to go to college, the first to go to graduate school. You know, in my whole family, there's only two Dr. Thorntons, me and my my cousin. So like there are a lot of firsts. And when that is part of your identity as well, it just it just becomes so such a big part of you. Like, OK, well, what's she going to do next? You know, what big thing? What next? What next? And so you become so future oriented, but also so achievement oriented because, you know, it feels like so many people are are counting on you, relying on you, you know, wanting to support you, you know, but again, just having to come down and realize like all of that is well and good. And I need to nurture the other parts of me. And develop them. I mean, that's part of what what I realized is like, for example, you talked about walking and what I realized when Mm -hmm. I started having a practice of walking, which I've completely fallen off of. uh, But when I had a practice of daily walking, it Mm -hmm. made me more creative. It made me better at my job because I would Mm -hmm. have an idea that would come to me Mm -hmm. while I was walking. I was like, oh, I could, you know, type this on my phone app real quick on my notes and then Mm -hmm. keep moving. And I had so much enjoyment and just also let my brain just wander. It it wandered and sometimes it wandered into work and sometimes it wandered into something fun. And sometimes I'm listening to like a gossip podcast and I'm like, yay, I love pop culture. Like it allowed my brain to wander. Absolutely. Ooh, and that just reminded me there's this podcast I used to listen to. It was just gossip pop culture. And I stopped listening to it. I need to bring it back. Girl, get back. I'm all about, look, if you need (laughs) gossip podcast recommendations and fiction books, I love reading fiction. Love, love. And I've made like I my background in therapy was trauma. And so Mm -hmm. I made it a goal for myself to be like, look, in my off time, I am not trying to read no more books about trauma. I want to give me something fluffy and give me something silly. I want a happy ending. And if not, if it's a thriller book, that's fine. But it's got to be like just silly thriller Mm -hmm. stuff like a summer camp hijinks. I I really can't handle (laughs) anything rooted too real because I need a break. So I am definitely a recommendation. You need any books. I'm your person. Good. Okay. I will keep that in mind because there's one I want to read, but then after that one, I'm going to come to you. Yes. I got a list. I can get derailed. I'm going to focus this back because we're about joy and personal lives as we kind of wrap this up. I want you to like and leave us with any tips that you have, any parting thoughts about anything we've talked about, but also about centering joy outside of professionalism, outside of like the things that suck our identity that really aren't who we are, maybe necessarily any kind of parting thoughts that you have for us. Mm, you know, something and, you know, we kind of have already been talking about this. We both said meditative. We didn't really talk about meditation, but I just think for me, it was so helpful for me to find moments where I could be mindful. And yes. sometimes that's meditation for other people. That's like quiet breathing for others. It's literally just sitting on the couch with no inputs, like no TV, no screens and just being You know, and for me, again, like I said, walking does that for me, but I don't know who I am if I don't have those moments, you know, because life is so fast paced. You know, my job is so demanding and fast paced. My family is so demanding and fast paced. If I don't make time and space for the moments where I could just be, just sit, just be quiet, not do anything, I literally have no awareness because I cannot connect to myself. So I really do think that is a place to start, you know, for anyone who is listening and struggling with, you know, feeling like they don't know who they are outside of these identities and these roles, their career, motherhood, find some time. And it could literally be small, two minutes 
start with two minutes. If two minutes, set your timer real quick and just sit in quiet to yourself. Don't judge your thoughts. You know, don't worry about what's coming up for you. Just literally sit in quiet. And the more you're able to have those moments, I think it'll help you really to connect with who is underneath all those other roles and titles. And it'll feel good. Yes, it really does feel good. And I, you know, I teach a lot about minimal mindfulness when I'm working with like other people. Like I, when I'm working with like companies and different things, because like people are rushing, trying to get their work day done. It's like, how am I going to be mindful? You can't have me meditating for 20 minutes. And I just say, well, what can you do in five minutes or less or two minutes or less? And I also think that we don't, if you're someone like me who is anxiously always achieving and doing meditation seems really difficult very and but there's baby steps to that right and there's other activities on the way to being able to sit because there's a lot of discomfort Mm -hmm. for people and sitting in silence but there's a lot of things you can do instead like i Mm -hmm. i talked i remember i told my therapist oh yeah i listened to these albums like i started buying records for example and with records it forces you to be mindful because there is no skipping you can't fast forward. You have to just sit there and experience the album, which also makes you really picky about what albums you buy in. But you sit there and you have to just be present and you listen to the words and you pick out a new detail. That is mindfulness, right? It is meditative in its own way. Do you have mm-hmm. a hobby? Yep. You know, people talk about, we know the science behind using your hands mm-hmm. and working with them and how it unlocks parts of your brain that are connected to creativity and and these kinds of like new thoughts. Mm-hmm. People talk about that. Is there something you can do that uh, um, you can do with your hands? You get these great ideas or you just get moments where you're yourself speaks to you right Mm -hmm. and those are the powerful moments that's where change happens that's where joy happens that's where confidence comes from but you need that space to do it absolutely 100% agree so we're gonna find out from you on instagram now what new gossip podcast you're doing we're gonna tune in and see what walks you're going on and (laughs) discover all of those things as you kind of center joy in your Mm -hmm. life not just personally but also professionally and Mm -hmm. as a person who's helping us as black women really learn about and unlearn in so many ways uh, motherhood myths and how to kind of be the modern mother that centers themselves and also centers their children. Yes, 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 absolutely. And I I so enjoyed this conversation and I'm excited and hopefully, you know, someone really took what they needed from this and, you know, able to take that next step to what's next for them for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the meantime, tell us where we can connect with you. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. I love Instagram so much. So you can connect with me there at Dr. Amber Thornton. Just recently tried out Threads and I'm enjoying it. So definitely check me out there. Um, My website is DrAmberThornton.com. Really anywhere on the internet is Dr. Amber Thornton. Oh, wonderful. Yes, we. I just discovered Threads and I'm going to have you mentor me on enjoying Instagram more. I love consuming the content. I just have like, everybody knows who followed me. They're like, uh, okay, Kelly, when are you going to show up on your Instagram? I- I'm working on it, everyone. I'm working on it. Dr. Amber, thank you so much for being here today. This week, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't 
subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, oh, that I